0: Hello one, hello all, welcome in, take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I am your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK because nobody else will. Last time on the show, Mako Satomura and Afa Valkyrie put on one hell of a match, which should have been the main event, but wasn't, because we had to have a six-man between Gallus and the New Hunt, which is actually called Symbiosis, but who fucking cares? They also announced a gauntlet match to determine the newest number one contender for the Women's Championship. That match might be this week, but they never actually told us. Before we jump into this week's episode, there is a bit of news. WWE has announced that they have canceled plans to hold NXT UK Takeover Dublin, which had been set for June 30th at Three Arena. WWE confirmed the news in a statement to ITR Wrestling's Gary Cassidy after it was reported that Ticketmaster listed the event as canceled. It was also not available on the Three Arena website. The statement reads, quote, NXT UK Live Dublin, scheduled to take place at 3 Arena Dublin on Sunday, June 20th, 2021, has been canceled. Refunds will be available from point of purchase, unquote. The event had originally been planned for April 2020, but was, of course, postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So, oh, well, sorry, Ireland, no takeover for you. This is the NXT UK episode for May 6th, 2021. We start with the opening video. By the way, I forgot that I had purchased this song on iTunes and it came up on Shuffle the other day while I was working and it is so good. It's called God of War by a band called Wargasm, spelled exactly how you think it would be. And I recommend the purchase. It's a great song. Andy Shepard welcomes us in and we go to the match graphic for the Loser Leaves NXT UK match between Jordan and Williams tonight. First, however, here comes Ilya Dragunov for his match against Dave Mastiff. Of note, at least in this part, Nigel sounds like he has bronchitis. Dave Mastiff entered from the opposite side than normal and it looked weird. Ilya bounces around as Mastiff takes off his jacket and the bell rings. Ilya with a charging boot right out of the gate and he gets some strikes. Mastiff grabs the head for a short punch and we go back and forth in the middle of the ring. Another jumping boot staggers Mastiff, and Ilya takes the waist, but he cannot get the deadlift German. Another stiff shot, more on that in a moment, and Ilya tries again, but Mastiff blocks it once more and backs him hard into the corner. Ilya hops on Dave's back and drives his elbow into the top of Dave's head repeatedly. Dave drops backwards, crushing Ilya, and the referee calls for the bell because Mastiff is bleeding profusely from the face. Turns out that elbow shot before the second deadlift German attempt made square contact and appears to have broken Mastiff's nose. While it is unfortunate that the match had to be cut so short, I'm still glad that they left it in. From there, we go to a piece on Ziya Brookside, who'll be in the gauntlet match. Then we watch Sid talk to Kenny Williams backstage. He stresses the stipulations of tonight's match, and Kenny says he knows them. He's the one who made the challenge. Then a video from Stevie Turner. She says the NXT UK roster is a bit two-dimensional. She promises to defeat everyone on her way to the top and says she is the future of wrestling. When we come back from break, a disembodied voice tries to talk to Ilya. Ilya blames his lack of self-control for Dave's broken nose. Things need to change, he says. Earlier this week, Gallus are playing footy. Rampage helps them retrieve the ball, but he does not give it back. He wants to talk to Joe, but Joe's not there. Wolfgang steps up. Rampage says, yeah, you'll do. And presumably they'll fight at some point. Then an Isla Don vignette. Supernova Sessions time, Noam welcomes us to the show, besides Shaw Samuels, he says he's become aware that the general opinion of the WWE universe is that Noam Dar is underrated. He does not care, he does not need validation, he validates himself. Tonight's guest is Nathan Fraser, Noam makes jokes about his name change, then asks him what's different about him now. Nathan says Ben was a name he gave himself so people wouldn't find out he was a wrestler, but now he's in WWE and he's got nothing to hide. Here's the thing about that though. Ben Carter's real name is still Ben. It's not Ben Carter, but it's Ben. It's not Nathan, nor is it Fraser. This story makes no goddamn sense. Noam asks Nathan what he's learned during his time in NXTK. Nathan says, He came here to learn British style wrestling, and it's been good. Noam tries to wrap it up, but Shaw has a question Who does Nathan Fraser think he is? It really winds him up that he's so high on himself. Shaw says Nathan's not a true British wrestler and that it's a travesty that he has the flag in his entrance video. Shaw says he would drown in the ring with an actual British wrestler and calls Fraser a one-trick pony. Noam says Nathan wouldn't last a minute in the ring with him or, say, six three-minute rounds. So, yay. Another heritage match. (sighs) Then another video from a gauntlet match participant. This time it's Ginny. Shepard actually says the gauntlet match is next week. Then we watch Sid talk to Amir Jordan about the seriousness of tonight's match. From there, we get the vignette for the subculture again. When we return from break, we watch A-Kid and Tyler Bate watch videos of their previous two matches. They talk about how important it is to break the tie and what it means to each of them to come out on top. Good package. Good package. Then a video from Danny Luna, and then back to the ring for match two, Saxon Huxley, who's already in the ring, versus Trent Seven. The bell rings. Saxon wants a boot, but Trent avoids it. They lock up, and Seven gets pushed back to a corner. Seven avoids the strike on the break, and we lock up again. Huxley drops Seven with some hard shots to the midsection. Off the ropes, and a kitchen sink sends Trent sprawling. Seven wants a crossbody, but gets caught. He eventually tips Saxon over, and in the background I hear generic crowd cheering noises that I remember from the $100,000 pyramid video game I had on PC back in 2001. We go back and forth off the ropes and Saxon hits a jumping knee, then a thes Press elbow drop by Huxley gets a two count. We go outside for a drive-by and a scoop slam on the floor by Huxley. He breaks the count and hits a Cactus Jack-style elbow drop from the apron to the floor. He rolls Trent back in the ring and gets a two count. Seven breaks a collar and elbow and hits a couple chops, but a throat thrust puts Saxon back into control. Only for a moment, however, as Trent elbows out of the corner and hits a DDT. Sam Gradwell appears on the Tron to distract Seven, but this does not cause Seven to lose, so it was ultimately pointless. Trent kicks out of a powerbomb, avoids a boot, and nails a Snapdragon, then a seven-star lariat, and that's the end of Huxley. Remember when it seemed like they were building to Huxley being a monster? Pepperidge Farm, remembers. Replays, celebration, and a video about Amelia McKenzie. Back from break and moments ago, there was a brawl backstage. Amel apparently killed Zaya Brookside in her locker room. Amel is upset she was not included in the gauntlet match, and shit, she has a point. If I'd be pissed if Don was considered better than me, too. Next week is the gauntlet match. Also next week, Dar vs. Fraser in a Heritage Cup match. Yay. Main event time, no disqualification, no time limit. Loser leaves NXT UK. Kenny Williams versus Amir Jordan. The bell rings, and as with any good blood feud, we lock up. We fight back to a corner, we break, and we lock up again. Back to the corner again, we come out, and Amir gets a quick roll-up for two. Back and forth we go, then Kenny begins to target the taped up shoulder with kicks and strikes. A drop kick to the back gets a two count. Kenny tosses Amir to the floor and continues to go after the shoulder. He grabs a chair and crashes it across Amir's back. Kenny throws a toolbox into the ring. He puts Amir on the top rope, then drops him into the tree of woe. Williams grabs a turnbuckle from the toolbox, then he sits in the chair and taunts Jordan. He tries to drive the buckle into Amir's throat, but Amir blocks it and fights him off. Williams rolls to the floor where he gets toped, but he's able to reverse a whip and he sends Jordan shoulder first into the turnpost. William removes the padding from the floor. He wants the inverted Russian leg sweep, but it's blocked, so he hurls Jordan into the barricade instead. Williams charges in and gets backdropped over the barricade. Amir Jordan with a phenomenal forearm off the barricade, and we fight towards the tower. In front of production, Jordan sends Kenning headfirst into a road case. Then he runs the road case into Williams. He throws Williams into another case in what appears to be set up as the supposed medical area. There's a table in front of a stretcher. Hmm? Jordan follows him in and gets blasted with a fire extinguisher. Williams then back-suplexes Jordan through said table. Jordan refuses to quit as Williams points and laughs. Back in the ring, a cover gets a two-count for the lucky him. Williams removes the padding from a turnbuckle, but Amir blocks the shot. He gets a sunset flip for two, then Williams blocks the Irish whip into the exposed buckle. He sends Amir into it after all, then hits the faceplant bomb for two. Jordan heads for the apron. He brings Williams out with him and we're perched above the exposed floor. Williams wants to German Jordan off the apron onto the floor, which... As per usual, makes no goddamn sense as a spot, but it's blocked. Shocking. We tussle on the floor until Jordan is able to suplex Williams onto the bare, whatever that is. Nigel says it's concrete. I don't think it is. Maybe underneath whatever the cover is, but there's something on top of it, like a laminate or some such. Jordan rolls Williams into the ring and goes to the top rope. He hits a senton to Williams' back, but Williams kicks out it too. Jordan sets the chair up and repeatedly smashes Williams' face into it. Jordan goes up top. Williams throws the chair at him, but Jordan catches it and throws it back. This sends Williams stumbling into the ropes, which causes Jordan to fall onto the exposed buckle, cock first. He falls into the ring, where Williams takes him and drops him face first onto the chair with the inverted Russian leg sweep. This is your three count, and thankfully, Kenny Williams is indeed your winner. Williams is thrilled, Jordan is heartbroken, we go to replays, Amir Jordan pretends to cry as they dub in applause, he is not a good actor. Jordan and his bald spot leave as Nigel empathizes with him, Nigel's cell job on this is more realistic than Amir's. We focus in on the NXT UK logo on the big screen and we go off the air. Decent episode this week, I am very happy that Kenny Williams won, that is obviously the correct choice. Unfortunately, I can't really comment on the first match, but as I said before, I'm glad they didn't just cut it out completely. Now, I don't know when this was filmed, but they very easily could have redone last week's backstage segment with someone else and filmed a different match for this week, but they didn't. They kept in the injury, and they played it into the storyline, and I appreciate that. I look forward to the gauntlet match next week in the hopes that Isla Dawn is first in, first out, and Rampage versus Wolfgang should be good whenever that happens. Uh, and of course, I don't give a shit about Heritage Cup matches. But that is next week. Until then, I thank you, as always, for joining me. I do hope you'll be safe, stay sane, follow your protocols, wear your mask, and get your shots, and above all else, be good to one another. Unfortunately, it does appear that, well, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work.